Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. You know, everybody loves uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris became so famous. He was, you know, movie star when we were kids and yep. the Texas Ranger and all. But it became like a joke, like, you know, when when Chuck Norris does push-ups, like he doesn't move, the earth moves beneath him, you know, and it became this this epic mythical uh, <laughs> thing. And, and and that's why it became so significant. When when Tim Tebow did his his biography, his, his, Tim Tebow's yep. book came out, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Tim Tebow, great football. And I was like, the forwards by Chuck Norris. Like, that's impressive. Like, like wow. man, you know, it, it 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 said more than the book itself. The forward was by Chuck Norris. And sometimes, you know, that happens. Like, you know of somebody, but it's like, who else knows and respects mm-hmm. that person speaks True. speaks volumes, mm-hmm. you know? And so we, we started looking at people that, that that we listen to and follow, people like, like Johnny Enlow, people like Wanda Alger, mm-hmm. and uh, they all speak so highly of of a specific author, a specific uh, voice in, in the in the Christian body, they were like, man, we want to have more of this in our life. And he's come out with a recent book, uh, and it, the, the forward is by Johnny Enlow, which is not quite Chuck Norris. Nope, but, but in it, our in our world, it's like Chuck Norris. Pretty, it's like it's like. Chuck Chuck Norrisito. It's like just like a little, <laughs> not quite, not quite Chuck Norris, John Johnny Enlow. And so we are excited to have today uh, author, speaker, and just all around great guy, Mr. Andrew Whalen. Yay! Hey guys, thank you so much for bringing me on here. So you Absolutely. you wrote a book and you got the forward by Johnny Enlow. It was you know yeah. Chuck Norris probably said no, and then. <laughs> And then Johnny Enlow wrote wrote, wrote the forward uh, to to your new book, uh, Dreams to Save a Nation, which I'm excited to jump into because our nation needs saving. And I tell you what, anything attached to to Johnny Enlow is just is just gold uh, in 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 our, in our book. So so congratulations on that. Excited to hear about your book. And thank you so much. Yeah, I was you know really honored to have Johnny uh, say yes to uh, to writing the forward and. You know, I kind of look at him. He, you know, he kind of put me, I don't know, on the map. He brought me onto Elijah's dreams. And, um, and so, you know, the first time I actually met Johnny, uh, right before I met him, I had had a dream that he was going to be a, uh, like a prophetic mentor to me. And so I told him that I said, Hey, I don't know <laughs> if, you know, I don't know if this is exciting for you, but it is for me. So wow. anyway, that's a great yeah. mentor. Yeah, and, and uh, yes. he he does like a thing for the year coming, you know, each year. What what year was the one that you printed off? Like I I'd had some some words of his printed in a file that I keep uh, for a long time, and then Stacy read this one, and then just she just went down the I did. the Johnny Enlow rabbit hole. I mean, before you knew it, man, she had like the Johnny Enlow action figures, the lunch pail, <laughs> the bed sheets. The, See, he was my Chuck Norris. Yeah, he like, and Elizabeth. Like she just went all in, you know, like 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 somebody would for like you know Patrick Mahomes or something like that. It was just. <laughs> you know, John, and you'd be at dinner and you'd be like, you know, something happened. Oh, wait, Johnny Enlow said something. I, I said, he passed the corn. Hey, Johnny Enlow <laughs> talked about corn. Oh, no, 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 no. Like everything was only like three generations, you know, three degrees from Johnny Enlow, you know, for the whole next year. It was like every dinner conversation became like a joke with our kids and, and everything, you know, we say something like, I wonder what Johnny Enlow says yeah, about yeah. that. And she'd be like, actually, I know you're joking, but, you know. And, <laughs> and speaking of that. Uh, I actually received several texts, Andrew, when um, my sister and a, a lady that's a hard, a, the head of our intercessor team, Michelle, um, they saw you on Elijah Streams and they're like, have you seen this book? Have you heard about what Andrew's talking about? Because I think it's very significant 
for this time and everything that we're going yeah. through. Talk a little bit about the significance of dreams. We we hear about them in the Bible. Obviously, Daniel had dreams. Daniel was interpreting dreams. But the significance of dreams and why is that important in our world today? Absolutely. Well, you know, the scripture talks about in the last days that God's going to pour out his Holy Spirit on all flesh, on all people, and on sons and daughters, on, you know, old men, young men, old women, young women. His Holy Spirit is going to pour out on all. And one of the main fruits that that you're going to see according to scripture is prophecy, dreams, and visions. And so I believe there are many around the earth that are getting uh, prophetic words in dreams, in visions, and they may not know what to do with them necessarily. But the fact of the matter is God is talking. He's telling us about things that maybe he has in mind for us that he wants to see happen in the earth, that he wants to uh, have according to his will. And so dreams are this amazing uh, vessel. I'll say it that way. I call them invitations from God. You know, think of, you know, going into your mailbox, opening a letter from the Lord. Um, You know, obviously we have the written word, which is, you know, that's definitely the invitation from God. But dreams, they act in a similar manner. They come to us and invite us into participation. And so I tell people, don't just, you know, don't just shrug off a dream and say, oh, it's just a dream, because often I have found God is in the midst of it, inviting us to agree with it or look into it or pray into it. Let me ask you a question. What's the difference? But okay, like dreams are an important part of your ministry and your recollection and detail is is phenomenal. I don't know if a lot of our listeners could relate to me. Sometimes Stacey will have dreams or she'll have, you know, different uh you know, friends and they're like, this means this. And you had a car and that has tight, you know, there's all this interpretation stuff. And most of my dreams, like typically I don't remember them, but maybe if I'm, if we go snow skiing and I'm really sore, you know, so you kind of toss and turn a little more throughout the night, but then my dreams that night will be like, I'm dreaming I was snow skiing. And then, but there's like some weird mutated version of, you know, like my third grade teacher will come by on a tricycle or something. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, and I'll wake up and I'm like, there is, I guarantee there's no, there is no spiritual meaning to that at all. I was snow skiing. I was sore. That's why I remembered it. And I don't know why my third grade teacher came by on a tricycle, but it was just weird. Um, you know, does God speak to everybody through dreams or is, is it an individual gifting? Um, maybe some people can sing better than others. Like, how do how do you work that out? Obviously, you know Daniel and people in the Bible and Joseph and there's God has clearly worked through mm-hmm. people. But is that a thing for everybody, or some people just have crazy dreams because they you know ate Indian food before they went to bed and dreamed weird or what? Or a pepperoni pizza? Or yeah, something. like like how right. does this apply to most listeners watching? Excellent. Well, here's the deal: is I you know I just I I tend to tell people. Don't neglect dreams. Don't just just don't shrug them off, even if you don't understand them, even if you think, oh, that was just crazy. That was the pizza I had the night before. Um, You know, don't just be so quick uh, with a knee jerk reaction. Hold it and say, God, um, I don't understand this. And if this was just, you know, my own soul, my own mind, just kind of whatever, uh, overflowing in the night, whatever the case uh, then, then that's fine. Then let me, you know, then let that kind of just, uh, fall away. But if there's something more to this, just continue to bring it up and give me interpretation. 
And there's scripture that says that all interpretation belongs to God. Mm. And so I don't try to freak out about, oh, I got to try to figure this out on my own. I just say, Lord, if there's something I need to get from this, will you bring the understanding? Will you bring the interpretation? And I can't tell you how many times uh, goofy dreams I thought were goofy were Mm. later on, like the Holy Spirit will just suddenly like turn the lights on and bring a, a clarity to it. And so, you know, there's something about even the ministry of Jesus when he was in the earth, he spoke in parables. Mm -hmm. And so often dreams are parabolic language. And usually it takes a heart that's hungry, a heart that wants to hear, a heart that's looking for what God is saying. And when you are looking and listening, God can really begin to open up understanding. Um, But usually... Usually it bypasses so many because because we're not looking for God in those things. That is a really great point. It was interesting um, this week when I was putting together the prophetic report, a friend of ours, Rachel Hamm, she ran for Secretary of State in California. Um, She definitely has a prophetic gifting, but she... uh, talks a lot about dreams. She said lately she's been having a lot of dreams, but so has her husband. And so when they wake up in the morning, it's actually a great thing for their marriage too, but they will start talking about their dreams. And in that communication, they're finding a lot of their dreams are very similar and God is really talking through their dreams. So I thought that was pretty cool. And something to kind of spark what you had said. Um, so let's talk about your book, Dreams to Save a Nation. And our nation needs saving. Yeah, it does. Um, I actually started it, so I put it in this cool little binder because it's an ebook. But I started it uh, this morning, and in the first dream that you actually shared, you were talking about God gave you a dream, you forgot about the dream, but you were driving your son to school in Colorado mm. Springs. You asked him a question, he said something, and then your dream came back to you. And so yep. God will actually, even if you forget it, God can bring those dreams back to you. Absolutely. You know, I've had several times where, you know, my wife and I do the same thing. We wake up. Hey, did you dream? Uh, I do this with my kids. I ask my kids, did you dream? My kids have had epic. I've made life changing decisions based on the dreams my kids have had. Wow. And so so I, you know, we we live in this realm. We say, God, show it. What are you saying? And so we talk to each other at night. And so many times I'll wake up. And my wife will say, do you have a dream? I'll say no. Um, And then lo and behold, about three hours later, boom, it drops in my mind. I'm like, oh, I did have a dream. And so somehow one of the things that I have found is if I get in the place of prayer and I just start getting into that uh, spiritual realm with the Lord, I start to pray in the spirit. I start to just seek his face. And in that In that place, often things that I completely forgot are quickened back to my mind. Mm. And so I'd encourage people, you know, sometimes you think you didn't dream and God actually has a little gift. He'll he'll drop back in your heart. Um, But specifically that one situation in Colorado Springs, I remember the Lord told me um, I I was driving underneath Pike's Peak. Mm -hmm. So Pike's Peak is called America's Mountain. And as I looked up, this is real life. I was driving my son to school. And as as we looked up at Pikes Peak, there was a rainbow. And in that moment, I thought, you know, this is a good opportunity to ask my son, what does the rainbow represent biblically? And he said, Daddy, it means God keeps his promises. And I said, that's awesome. Absolutely. He's a covenant God. He keeps his, his promises. And then all of a sudden, I remembered the dream. And in the dream, 
the Lord had told me that in July of 2016, that prayer had reached a tipping point for America that changed us into, uh, shifted us into the timeline of blessing. Hmm. And, you know, what I didn't know, and I didn't even include this in the book, somebody reached out to me and they said, did you know in July of 2016, that is when Donald Trump became uh, the Republican candidate. And so, you know, I was like, no, I was clueless. I wasn't paying attention to anything in July of 2016. So anyway, yes. So it's amazing just the, the things that God will reveal in the night. That's so true. Okay, so talking about, because this book written going into 2024, which is a very significant time, we are, you know, 304 days away from the election, you know, of 2024. And I think, you know, obviously, anytime there's an election year, it's a pretty crazy year. We've kind of found that in our past. Um, But you wrote something actually in how to use this book that I wanted to read to the audience. And I would love your response because complacency is not an option. In this time, we we cannot be complacent. And this is what you said. You said, I wrote Dreams to Save a Nation because we are in desperate need of God in America. I look at my own children and I can't imagine what kind of hellish future the enemy has for their generation if I do nothing now. God forbid us to fall asleep during this time. So touch on that. And, and why is this book so significant right now? Well, absolutely. And yes, I I feel like we all have a place to and a role to play right now as Americans. Um, And uh, for those of, you know, the body of Christ Christians, you know, those who see the power of prayer and we understand that God moves uh, according to our prayers. You know, if, if my people, the scripture says, who are called by my name will humble themselves and they will they will turn from their wicked ways. They will pray. God says he'll hear from heaven and he will heal our land. Mm. And so I am encouraging people, if if we can do nothing else, pray. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't pray. Don't just pray randomly. Let's pray on target. What is God saying? What has he been showing? What are the prophets saying? What is the what are the what's the revelation saying? And then we pray according to those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say this as well. It was a few years ago. I was in Texas and I had an encounter. I was at the gym and I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me. He said, um, Andrew, if you want to see awakening come to a generation, preach about the rise and fall of civilization. And I thought, what a weird phrase to hear. And I, I wrestled with it. And I said, did I make that up? But then I thought, I've never thought that in my life before. Why would I just hear that? Right. So I go to the coffee shop immediately after the gym. And <clears throat> I'm in line. There's a young man sitting at a table just to the right. And I look over and he's got a stack of books. And the top book says The Rise and Fall of Civilization. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, so I go up to this guy. I said, bro, why do you have this book? He said, honestly, uh, I've been doing some research to see if there's a connection between the moral and spiritual state of a nation and its rise and its fall. And I thought, well, certainly this guy's got to be a Christian. He must have like a, you know, a a biblical worldview of some sort. And I asked him and he said, no, I'm, I'm not a religious person of any sort. And then in that moment, I felt the Holy Spirit say, Andrew, even the rocks will cry out. In other words, everyone knows. They don't have to be 
a believer, the signs are everywhere that this is a late hour for America. And if we do nothing now, then I believe the generations ahead are going to pay, you know, a terrible, mm-hmm. terrible cost. And so there is an urgency on my heart like never before. And li- but listen, it's not fear motivated. It's hope inspired. I am motivated because God has spoken. I have seen his will. I have mm-hmm. seen his heart on what he wants to do for America. And that's what this dream is, wow. or this book is all about. It's dreams that I believe can literally save America if we attend to them in prayer. And this is designed for someone to walk through over a 30-day period. Is that correct? And there's like a, a daily and there's a call to action mm-hmm. and kind of maybe describe the, the, the flow of it exactly. Yeah. What 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 does this look like in like maybe the morning routine or the nightly routine? How, what, what What's your, your heart for this? Yes, absolutely. So I provide 30, what I'm calling 30 key dreams for America. And they deal with issues uh, of, you know, President Trump and uh, justice coming and also revival, uh, spiritual revival and awakening uh, for the nation. Um, but the way that I broke out or uh, structured the book was uh, each dream, I provide a brief interpretive commentary. And then after that, I provide a few supporting scriptures. And then at the very end, I have a decree for each day. And so I'm encouraging people, read the revelation, let the revelation bring faith and then let the word of God complement the scriptures I've provided. Let it complement uh, what's been given in the realm of the dreams. And then, then go into prayer and speak out, declare the, the decree. The scripture says, if we decree a thing, it shall be established. Mm-hmm. And so there's something powerful about when we make a decree according to what God's word is, according to what his will is, it has power to be established. So that's what this book is about. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about it. So if people hear this, they can take action quickly. Mm-hmm. You can download this. It's not going to order it and wait, this kind of stuff. You can, if you're listening to this right now, you can, you can go to the site vanquishpw.com, download the book. And I, and I got to ask you, it's, it's, it's $11. Like why not 10 or 12 or 15 or eight or 27? Like why $11? That just seems like an interesting number. Well, that's a great question. 11 has been this prophetic number for me for several, several years. And uh, I actually wrote a small, um, and I think I think when people get this book, when they actually purchase the book, I think I provide, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, I think I, I have a free email or a free PDF that they get in the email that's called 1111, uh, The Great Transitional Epic. And so I believe 11 has to do with, uh, there it is, 1111, the great transitional epic. And so that's a bit of a prophetic journey God had me on about the number. When I see 11, uh, especially 1111, I know the Lord is saying, we're not just We're not just having a new season. I am changing everything. We are in a great transitional epic from, uh, in one sense, how it was for Israel uh, in the bondage for 400 years under Pharaoh in Egypt, um, and then their deliverance into the promised land eventually, uh, that's the same sort of epic we're entering right now. We're seeing a a transformation, a uh, whatever you want to call it, transitional shift from one uh, place of, I, I believe we've been in captivity, we've been in uh, bondage in so many ways. Mm-hmm. 
but God's about to do a great work of deliverance and liberation. So we're, we're just freaking out over here because in 12, 2012, we as a family started seeing 1111 and 111 all the time. We're talking over and over and you'd be over. Be watching and a movie and, and you'd be and like way again. into it. And you're like, hey, I got to stop and use the bathroom or something. You pause it and it'd be like one hour and 11 minutes or 11. It is like everywhere. Everywhere. In fact, we interviewed Steve um, from Elijah Streams on our program, and it was literally one hour, 11 minutes, and 11 seconds. <laughs> I mean, awesome. it, it, it happens at all the time. And so the prophetic report that comes in every Wednesday, it, it starts at 11, 11 a.m. every Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> it's such a big part of us. But there's a declaration that, 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 that we do, and especially Stacy, She's just funny with it because I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll see the time and I'll be like, hey, what, what time is it anyway? And she's like, oh, it's 11, 11 or 11, 11. And so uh, we started decreeing and declaring uh, Deuteronomy 111. And that was when the Israelites were going to enter into the promised land. Before they did, God said, I will I will bless you a thousand times more than you are. And so literally we declare that and decree it every time we see 111 So she would do it fast. She'll do it like in a crowd or anywhere. And friends, like, funds, favor and fun. In the name of Jesus Christ, we receive Deuteronomy 111. It's just like that. It's all the time, no matter where we're at, be the grocery store or whatever, you know, and it's just, and it's just a, it's a, it's a fun thing, but it's like, like, it's like, man, there's so much going against us, you know, that it's like, okay, we need to claim God's word. We need to claim his, his commands. One of his command is don't be afraid, you know, move yep. forward, mm-hmm. commanded to, to be uh, courageous in the things that we do. And I think a daily dose of what God is saying, uh, being injected into your spirit and letting that get be to the thing you're leading with is the best way people can start this new year. And I'm really excited about this book. That's exactly right. So Flyover Family, go to vanquishpw.com. Hey, spell it though. We got a lot of, a lot of rednecks out here too. dot com. When you get there, scroll until you find the ebook. You can purchase it there, $11. Now we know why 11. That's so cool. Purchase it there for $11, but don't just buy it. Do it. Yeah. Do it on a daily basis. Do this for 30 days. Andrew, you said you're going to be doing it multiple times. You're going to try to do it every single month for the year of 2024. So we'll let you close yes. this out here with just, uh, you know, maybe blessing the Flyover family as they are continuing down this path of consecrating themselves and uh, and doing what the Lord's calling us to do right now. Absolutely. Well, I just want to say, you know, thank you again for bringing me on. But But let me just say this. I had a dream recently. God told me, 30, the number 30 was key for 2024. And I believe that could probably have multiple uh, interpretations with it. But one of the things I feel like God's uh, saying is that this book, if we could come together as a nation in agreement, and again, it's, you know, God will accept prayer from anywhere and anyone. uh, But there's something powerful about when we're all praying in alignment and agreement together over certain areas. And so I'm saying, what if we take the this book and use the key of these 30 days, whether it's the first 30 days of January, or 30 days, every 30 days, and we turn that key and I believe God's saying, I'm going to turn a key for America, even in 2024. So I'm so excited. And so right now, I just bless uh, the flyover family right now. God, I pray that from this day forward, uh, you would begin to pour out your Holy Spirit in ways that unlocks just the glory of God in every family and every home and every individual. I pray that, God, you would pour out dreams and visions and revelation. God, we just ask that you would stir awake the intercessors, the prayer warriors, the faithful. Lord, I pray erupt 
a spiritual awakening in the United States of America. And Lord, I pray that that dreams would just go to a whole new level in every person's life. And Lord, we thank you for the year 2024. We are believing for great things. We are believing Mm -hmm. that nothing is out of your control, that you are sovereign, that you are preeminent. You preside over this year, over our lives and over this nation in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks again, Andrew, for joining us today. We really appreciate your time and we receive that blessing. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, it used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff. And it was 75 years before, 50 years you yeah. know, before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office, $700 more a month than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending, but we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets. And now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to 75, if it goes to 100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.